Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. That's right, folks, we're back. It has been a very long time since we had the chance to come and talk to you. We are very excited about it today. We will be starting season four today and moving forward. Now, many of you may be wondering, but D3 Golf Guys, what happened? Well, give tell you a little story. Gather around, children. Uh, you know, as D3 Golf Guys was coming to fruition, uh, it was a passion project for me. As it started to grow and grow, um, it started getting bigger. And you guys have done an amazing job of getting us really excited about the opportunities we have here and to be a part of something really special. Um, in my personal life, outside of D3 Golf Guys, I was getting a little bit more successful and took a new position. And that position was uh, a little bit more high profile than what I had been previously. So really, for legal purposes, we shut down the podcast in order to make sure that we had some legal things in place before we started it. Didn't make sense to start it up middle of the middle of the season. Didn't make sense to do that. So over the summer, we got everything kind of tied up in a nice bow. And D3 Golf Guys LLC was born. And so we're very happy to have that built and ready to go. And with that being said, we can start talking about D3 Golf. Now, in order to catch up a little bit, which is kind of hard considering all my golf stat uh, stuff is gone from last year, let's talk quickly about nationals and the results from nationals. All right. So first off, congratulations to to, to Carnegie Mellon and George Fox for winning nationals as teams, Josh Hebring from Piedmont and a mascot from Wash U individually. You know, when we look back to men's nationals, let's start there. Well, great tournament uh, at Keen Trace. Transy does an awesome job hosting and just a fabulous job of putting on a great tournament. I've been lucky enough to attend nationals there before. Uh, Coach Lane and the team at Transy just do a great job. Uh, was very sad not to be there this year, but what a great final round, 279 for Carnegie Mellon as they come storming back to win nationals. I know the Piedmont guys uh, were probably a little heartbroken, but Josh Ebring from Piedmont does win individuals, um, which is a fabulous, fabulous accomplishment and what a great player and a great representative of Division Three. Um, couldn't be happier for the Carnegie Mellon guys. They had been kind of putting this thing together. They've been in the top four or five for the last several years. Our guy, Will Canal, part of that team, just a really good, rock-solid, five-deep team. And boy, did they bring it the last day with 279 at a golf course that does not give up a lot of 270-somethings. Um, so that's just an awesome, awesome tournament. At, at the same point, if we go over to the women's side, Again, I, I kind of feel like the story's a little similar. Th- there you have George Fox building a lead and holding off. But again, George Fox, who's been in the top four or five every year for the last several years, just knocking on the door, knocking on the door, knocking on the door. You know, former individual national champion, you know, McKinsey Tool. You've got, you know, all these other great players there. And then finally, they just knock down the door themselves and win their first ever national championship in golf. Uh, so just a, a fabulous performance there. And then you have the performance by Anna mascot from wash U, who comes back with a final round 68 to, to move up 12 spots. Let me, let me say that again, 12 spots to win individual nationals. I mean, 
folks, <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. To come up from 12th all the way to one, just an incredible performance. Um, and then leapfrogging lots of good players who put up good scores. I mean, 72 by Hannah Jugar on the, on the last day there. That's a, that's a really good score on that golf course in, in Howie in the Hills down at Mission Inn. And that is a really – go back to the men's scores from 2022. There's not a lot of men that, that shot lower than that in those rounds. So just fabulous playing by the women. Um, I was super happy. I was following everything along. It was, it was great theater. Now, that being said, we did have something that we need to talk about at Women's Nationals. And doggone it, I am tired of having to talk about women's golf this way. And there's just something we've got to continue to do to make this better. But, you know, we had the situation with the bad hole location and we end up canceling an entire round because of it. I talked to a lot of coaches and, and, and look, I, I was at Mission Inn in 2022. I know that golf course is great. It's not a golf course thing. It's not a host thing. This was on the NCAA committee and the 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 rules officials that were there like you, and the story that i heard was oh well they were trying to put it at a place where there wasn't any old holes cuz all the old holes were there well that golf hole there's got a ton of slope on it the reason why there's no holes up there is because it's an impossible place where you got to basically you're forced to make a 12 footer and I just felt awful for lots of people there. The, the the hosts, the course, they did not deserve that. I mean, because we had a great successful championship the year there before. So just just put that away. That that was that had nothing to do with it. I also felt bad for the ladies. I saw some of the looks on players' faces. I have been there. I have done that as a player and as a coach. I remember there was a tournament somewhere. I won't say where. But they did it two days in a row where we were trying to lay up putts. That, that's right. We were trying to hit a putt. Just leave it short and to the right by about a foot and a half. And then we can see if we can make kind of a one-footer. Because if you missed the hole there, it was rolling all the way off the green and down the green 20 yards. And you had to get your wedge out. And, you know, every once in a while that happens at some other kind of quirky course. And the superintendent gets the little funky or the, the greenskeeper guy just puts the hole in the wrong, you know, counts the wrong steps from front to back or back to front, whatever it is. But at nationals, man, that that's just a killer. And I, you know, was throwing the round out the right move. I I don't know. I, I I don't know. I I don't want that stuff to happen as we get into this stuff. Um, It's got to be taken a little bit more seriously that we have to have people that understand the game of golf really more involved to make sure that this stuff doesn't happen. And, you know, I think that there's been some changes in in some of that. I've had a couple conversations around committees. You know, in the men's committee, I know that we've spent a lot of time and and we work really well with the officials, and it's a long term relationship. We got to get to the same way on the women's game because it's it should, we just can't have that anymore. And and, I, and that that's not a division three thing. That's a that's a women's sports in general. We we can't can't keep having a drastically different experience from one side to the other. Um. But I don't want to harp on that too much. But again, I think that was I, all the credit to George Fox. I, the luckily for me, it didn't it didn't ruin the t- the tournament, but it it kind of gave it a black eye. And I'm excited about sort of this coming year and where we're going and what we're doing. So let's let's start looking forward and start talking about the 23-24 season, which sounds weird to say, uh, but 
Okay, so where are nationals this year? All right, for the ladies, nationals are going to be where the men were last year at Keene Trace in Lexington, Kentucky. Transy is going to be the host. And I know Coach Lane and the team up there will do an absolutely fabulous job. Um, ladies, you're in for a treat. It is a big-time golf course that hosts a PGA Tour event. Um, get ready, because if the rough is like what it was from time to time in that time of year, uh, you, you better hit some fairways. Um, so very excited about that. In 2024, the women will be going to Keene Trace in Lexington, Kentucky. The men, however, it's going to be a little different this year, and I'm really excited about it. We've kind of got a, a bit of a different kind of play. With The men are going to be going to just outside of Las Vegas, Nevada, to Boulder Creek Golf Club. Now, there's a, a secondary site that they'll play, but Boulder Creek will be the main course. Um, I've heard some really good things about the course. Um, I'm excited to kind of get the chance to go see that uh, as we kind of keep going down that that path. And even more exciting is that we've had individuals from the men's championship reach out to us because they would like to bring D3 golf guys live at the men's national championships for 2023-2024 season. So that is very exciting. We are really excited to get there. We are working on a whole bunch of new kinds of content and other stuff, but our goal will be by the end of this year, that D3 golf guys will be live at the men's national championship tournament. We hope to be there or in a practice round. We'll get some interviews. Want people to stop by, come and talk to us, come and watch the show. We'll do a live at every night post round to go through the events of the day. Looking forward, we're going to try to get our stick around and get some interviews with uh, the champions and top finishers and things of that nature. So, Really exciting stuff. Uh, great that we've gotten the invitation from uh, you know members of the men's national committee. We're really excited to kind of be partnering with that. We're going to be bringing you a lot of information throughout the year. And th- look, there's, I would say that w- w- D three golf guys is your spot for Division three golf information. Based on, I think we're still the only one. But the good news is, is as things evolve and we start to go- look at qualification for nationals the things that we've done in the past we're going to have information coming directly to us from the committee to understand numbers and pool a pool b pool c we're going to break all of that stuff down for you all year long so if you have a freshman or parents that are trying to understand this stuff man connect them with d3 golf guys we got a great podcast that's going to come out about every week we're going to talk about golf division three golf from, from coast to coast uh, from border to border, we're going to go north, south, east, west. And I'm really excited about kind of what we have in store for you this year. Now, before we get started with that, we got to talk about one other brewing development within college golf as a whole, which is the diminishing of golf stat and the rise of spike mark. Now, your favorite Division Three golf broadcaster is a bit, uh, what would you say, loyal to the golf stat world. Uh, I think it was my sophomore year was the first year of golf stat. So I have kind of been a golf stat junkie for years on end. Um, to this date, I still get golf stat stuff sent to me because I still look at it in far too detailed of 
situation. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, and I, I heard a lot of the stuff about, oh, nobody knew what the rankings were and some of that kind of stuff. And yeah, I guess that kind of had some validity, but, but I just want to make sure that whatever we get out of spike mark has got the same kinds of quality and, and also value added benefits for the players. I, I think that that package that golf stat would put out was extremely valuable to coaches and players on evaluating where your skills are and what you need to work on. You know, I remember we, we looked at mine my, going into my senior year and we realized that if I just didn't hit it into a bunker, I would have a, I would probably save two strokes around. And so my goal was not to hit into a bunker for that entire year. And I, I succeeded. I had no bunkers that entire year. Sometimes I meant missing the green further away than normal, but you know, so be it. I, it for two strokes, that's a that's a big difference. So I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what Spike Mark has. They finally have some stuff up on the site, but again, it, it's going to take some getting used to. And for for your friendly broadcaster here, it's going to take a lot of getting used to because we leaned heavily on golf stats. So I'm hoping Spike Mark can deliver. If anybody from Spike Mark wants to reach out and come on the podcast, we'd love to have you. I have tried to reach out already. We will continue to try to reach out. But if anybody knows that, again, that, that I, the word I'm hearing is this was kind of coming out of the Division One ranks. And so we'll see what it looks like. We will bring you what we can. The good news is, is D3 Golf Guys is connected enough that uh, even if we don't have uh, the same level of detail that we got from GolfStat, we're still going to be able to bring you really good information, statistics, and uh, results. Um, so, but that's a kind of an interesting thing. I think, you know, one of those, one of those changes that everybody's kind of going, some people, if you didn't like GolfStat, you're going to be excited about. And if you kind of relied on GolfStat, you were kind of going, well, wait, what? wait a second what you know um so i think that's that's another big thing to kind of keep on the tap for this year um you know as as we kind of look forward to the to the year i'm excited i i think i think there's a lot of really interesting teams coming up you know you've got a lot of a lot of seniors that graduated kids that had an extra covid year um, a lot of kids that have moved on you know i know alex price from from last year has, has moved up to the division one ranks and we've gotten some other players that have graduated and moved out. So I'm, I'm kind of expecting another fresh crop of young players to kind of come in and, and start to contribute. So I'm excited to kind of get into that and really start to, to get some rankings looked at and get some players on the course as we kind of get the kids moved back into school and uh, get this new season kicked off. The other thing that I'm really excited about is the growth of D3 Golf Guys. Um, as you've seen, some of us we've put out on Twitter and Instagram, we're trying to grow the team. Um, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, you know, I, my voice may not be the only one you hear uh, kind of going forward. So we've been reaching out to look for other people who would like to join and, and be a part of Division Three Golf Guys. Um, We've got some opportunities for people to try some things out and explore in a uh, in a in a pay free environment. Um, so you know, it's really just trying to get that. And so we're kind of looking. We've had some conversations already with some people who can help with you know websites and media, social media stuff, and marketing and and just being correspondents. You know, women's game correspondents, West Coast, East Coast, South, North. Um, some of that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited about that because I want to bring more voices into the Division Three Golf podcast that we have here. 
And so if, if this is still one more call out, if you, if you're interested in kind of being a part of this thing, you know, send me, send us an email. There's our email address is available on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, on our website. It's D three golf guys at gmail.com. You know, we we're looking for people that want to be a part of it. Now, am I going to have everybody on the podcast? Probably not, but you know, there's going to be opportunities for us to kind of share the wealth a little bit more and have a few more voices as we get in there. Um, the other thing that as some of you who love this golf podcast, we want to have more interviews. So more coaches interviews, more player interviews. So if you're a player and you and you're interested in coming on the podcast, you know, start following, pay attention, uh, participate in some of the stuff that we're doing. Um, you know, a, a good retweet or a, or a post or a comment helps us know that you're engaged in what's going on and, and it's going to help increase your ability to get, come on our podcast and talk more. Um, so I'm excited about that. The other thing you'll start seeing us do more is a couple of different things. One, we're doing a little bit more digital marketing. Um, we, we still have some work to do there, but we're going to be posting some links and some other stuff. And again, you know, you can still always go to pinned and use your code D three golf guys on their great range finders that we have uh, a partnership with them. We've got a couple other partnerships on the way, um, around some apparel and other things like that, but we're also putting out some links on some things that clicks and purchases and things like that help us from an affiliate marketing perspective. We're not doing that to make money. What we're doing is to try to generate dollars so that we can do things like be at golf, uh, the men's nationals live. Uh, so we can send some people to certain events so that we can, uh, you know, build more stuff into the podcast to continue to deliver uh, great content for everybody across the country and across the world uh, for division three golf. So just a little bit of that there. The other thing that we've added is, you know, if you go to our Twitter, uh, our, our podcast site and you're downloading the podcast, you're listening to it, there's a donate button there. If if you don't want to do some of the other stuff, but you're like, you know what, I want to throw you guys 20 bucks. We've con- we've made that possible now. We're not asking for lots of money because we, we would know what to do with it anyway, besides which is division three, right? Like, we're not supposed to have a lot of money, but some money would be beneficial so that we can continue to deliver content and continue to add features and, and groups into that space. So, you know, you guys all have done a great job listening that the, the amount of downloads of the podcast that have happened while there hasn't been a podcast has been somewhat astonishing. And I'm questioning whether or not some of a some of us Division Three golf sickos are just out there needing some Division Three golf in their life uh, while there hasn't been one. Well, my friends, that time is over. So we're back, and we're getting rid- all fired up and geared up. And as we continue down this path, we will start to look towards this coming year. I think the next week. We're going to put together a kind of a good season preview podcast. Who do we expect to kind of be good? We're going to look at kind of who's back and from the top performers from last year and start to kind of put together sort of a list of who do we think is going to be in that top group. We'll take a look at some polls and we'll uh, we'll get geared up for next for this coming season. So very excited about that. Happy to be back. Happy that you're back with us. And we're excited to start season four of D3 Golf Guys podcast with you. So with that, we'll say hit them straight. Cheers. Cheers.